Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. Before we go, some love messages as the full moon approaches. And on that note, if you have questions about words, let me know. But I personally will not be continuing to always expand on our titles. But please do know Purusha and Prakriti. They're part of, yes, spirituality lingo. And it's a.k.a. you. A person who knows how to love yourself first and others unconditionally. So we just finished chit-chatting about some channeled guidance for those who come from those episodes or that episode. I believe it was one part, yes. So, But there's another episode for today. And on these love messages, we always have the 5D mystic who knows that we're one big ball of energy. And so we're not contradicting the fact that it's a piece of consciousness, Purusha Prakriti, unlike 4D who talks about People having inner demons versus no, people have what is called misalignment due to unresolved trauma and not knowing their own way to easily love themselves. And that means to take good care of their inner and outer well-being physically, emotionally, and mentally. So when you can remember that your home is how you learn to take care of yourself and how to take care of relationships, then you might begin to have emotional accountability and the ability to truly love humanity and yourself, first yourself, because you're the human that you're either going to unconsciously love, but also alongside actually, no, it's with your humanity species. So if you choose to say, I'm only going to love myself, and I choose that because we're one piece of consciousness, I'm going to treat you however I want, this is why people go to spirituality bypass, whether they're spiritual or just not healed therapists, they think that they're saving people. And they use anything from the religious, spiritual, you know, stuff. And that's why people get uh, into magic wands. The inner child of them believes the story versus says, wait a minute, me loving myself unconditionally and others means that I will have compersion for you. Like the polyamory secure person who says you have another partner and partners. That's great. Are you happy? <laughs> cool. I'm happy too, even if I, of course, could be potentially afraid scared uh, scared <laughs> to lose you because i wouldn't lose you lose you but you might find that another person is more mentally emotionally and physically interesting than me and at that point though as a securely attached healthy self-worth person i will have compersion whether i'm polyamory or monoamory by the way so as a teenager everyone knows the lovely story of my teenage boyfriend when he did pick somebody else and he was cheating on me but see that was his go-to every time I don't know, he had doubt, who knows, who knows what went, I don't think anything went in his mind, actually, <laughs> that's because we were teenagers, and he was emotionally immature, and not taking any of that, in, no, he was, we would have chit-chats every time the cheating would happen, and I would find out, only the first time he told me, the other times he didn't, I found out, though, and I addressed it, and I said, what do we want to do, <laughs> and he wanted to return to me, and return home, and Here's what makes me laugh about the monoamory community, that uh, there are those who will say, well, at least they come home, because, see, there's plenty of cultures that say, well, yes, he might be doing the non-consensual, non-monogamy. I'm okay with that. I'm going to call him a poor, you poor, unfortunate soul, and I'm going to make up the excuse that I'm saving them. And I'm So here's where I forgive without being told I'm sorry, which is you might as well be with the codependent people. You all have basically not the ability to love because you're basically holding a scoreboard on what you're doing. So again, love 
You don't work for it. Oh, and it's accepting people. So compersion, monoamory, or polyamory don't matter. If I'm upset and I'm afraid, I'm not going to be like, now I'm going to twist the story around to make it fit what I want it to fit, which is either I'm the saint of the story because I'm putting up with bullshit, but they're the weaker one because they're the man who's dumb and is physically going to always want to fuck women because that's actually how women put it. So they put it in a way that honestly, the attachment theories and meaning the actual professionals, they're way kinder. I am not a therapist on purpose. I'm a content creator and I support personal development. Also, by the way, the therapists have to negotiate with their clients to keep them going. You know, I, I understand that I'm meaningless. I'm okay with that because I know that you have all the meaning in the world in your brain. So you can twist and turn. I mean, it's really common sense, people. But apparently the emotional part is what people keep on, like my teenage friends and the adults are still teenagers when they're like, no, no, I didn't twist it. No, I, I, okay. <laughs> wow, you got some mask on and it is unconscious, but no in front of me, I, excuse me, you have struggled with traumatizing story going on in front of me and you're lying through your teeth. I know it because I can see you. And then again, you're so cute because you believe in your own lie because that's how pathological you've become to the point of where, where is your good therapist? Where is the person that's supposed to accompany you in sickness and in health and say, you know what? Hey, I'm not going to twist it and say, you're a man who's always going to do this stuff. I'm going to say with your ear, let's go to Terry real right now. Cause he's great for a couple like that. He will say, okay, you narcissistic, you have an ego thing. What happened when you were three, four, what happened? What shit did you have to, he won't talk to them like that, but he'll say one second. No, he gives them one minute, mm, five minutes. Okay. Now that you're done whining, about whatever happened to you. Let's be your You were not helping yourself. You live a life with who feels shitty. Which, you know, for a free lover like myself and anybody who has secure attachment, no, 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 no. We will not actually do any of that. Because see, Terry Real, again, he's a therapist who helps people who want to go to them. I see a lot of people who, even if they go to them, somehow, no, it's not somehow, they actually justify. I'm angry and I'm right because I have Claire's and you're not choosing the right thing for you. And I know because I'm connected to this sphere of consciousness and I'm superior to you. And that's where the women out there, they're not men or women unless they know how to basically use their grown-up voice and their actual humble because that's healthy self-worth. It's I know what it means to love myself and it's very straightforward when you're lying and I can know a scaredy cat when I see one because whether you're lying aggressively or like a coward, I will feel, uh, okay, so now that we <clears throat> are talking while you tremble with fear in front of a four foot nine person, no, they're not trembling. It's shame all over the face of a liar. And let's return back to teenage land where it doesn't make a difference how old you are if you have what's called meta-awareness, which is, of course, I'm fucking pissed. For the umph time, I get to be lied to for the umph time for no other reason. I don't even know why we're together anymore. Please tell me what you want to do. I and you are a couple. We've chosen. We've talked. Really, this is getting kind of ridiculous. That's all. As a teenager to another teenager who's growing up, what the fuck? <laughs> Please make up your mind. Lo and behold, the shot of free will, but lo and behold, the determined pattern that now has become something that they're used to. And no, it's not because of unconditional love. 
meaning a person who can understand that we all fuck up and make mistakes. I don't trust anyone because they all lie to me. <laughs> One lie, you're out. <laughs> no, we are trusting each other to continue to expand consciousness, which equates I and you talk. That's it. <laughs> and then I don't, though, say, oh, yeah, you're doing great. No, no, you're not doing great. I can explain to you why. And as you get older, you learn Purusha Prakriti, Enlightenment Soul Age And I got to learn how to have an inner adult's complete voice. And I love it. Oh, I love my enlightenment soul age group so much. I remember the moment that I was like, wow, it's actually here because I felt it. And that's where when you meet any guru, they'll tell you, you don't ask about when you get to the enlightenment soul age group, you just know. And it's true. I, I, I attest to that. Mm. Okay, so no psych education for this, but do know people who don't know how to love, they do a lot of drama. In my case, I wasn't experiencing drama with my teenage boyfriend. I was experiencing feelings and talking and da-da-da-da. When they made their final choice, in fact, they chose well because they didn't want someone who had compersion or uncontrolled love or the ability to say, you are going to be your own safe haven, secure base, and we can be partners who walk like true badasses because you can only be a badass if you actually are a masculine and feminine within you, which means you know how to nurture how to also say things that are, but while having the, you're a whole person. I'm not going to baby you because even if you're an ideal parenting style, you will be authoritative. You won't be authoritarian or permissive. And when you're scolding, it will not because you had enough of the crying, which you think is spoiled. No, no. It's because of danger or some shit like that. If you're a grown up, obviously, if you don't know how to regulate your nervous system, you won't be. And you'll be reactive, but that's where you repair. I got upset. I should not have slapped you for that because, or I got upset. I should not use that sentence. That's how grownups do it with their children. And not, oh yes, I'll give you everything you want. No, again, not permissive where the minute that you're manipulating information as a kid, because every person knows if there are hot spots, which is why parents can be, yes, manipulated by their children as well as they will have learned it from somewhere though, because their nervous system learned to regulate based on their parents' nervous system. So they will have learned how to handle their home from their body. And if you don't get secure attachment, your eyes, when gazing another adult, you're a prisoner in a hellhole, and that's your body and the environment. Because frightening consistently is going to put your window. Uh, you need to shut down emotions and empathy because it's like an electric circuit. <laughs> so your body protects you and so does your brain. So your emotions stay undiscovered by you and suppressed, which you will find self-soothing mechanisms to approach. Okay, on that note, again, let's move into love messages. So while the 4D6 do what they can to continue perpetuating false tales of the devils and demons and all that other shit, the extreme other religious people go along telling you yoga brings out a demon from you instead of understanding attachment and trauma. And the other people who say, oh, come here, I have a shortcut for you. Let me have your body shake, shakety shake on the floor like an animal. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> A process is uh, for a reason. And a common sense human being, lo and behold, will know there are no shortcuts to process. Boyfriend, man, from it. I wasn't happy, no. I was very, 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 very,
And being able to be sad, like a grown-up, it's just called, of course I'm upset. I was going to marry him, he was going to marry me, and we were together in good company for three years. The cheating was something that had an answer to where we didn't match in our love language because he thinks jealousy means you love me. <laughs> and he wanted somebody who would own him like a property. And that's what he got. And he, in fact, gave up. Other people see it like him giving up. I saw it too. And as a mystic, and he's part of my oversoul, every step of the way, I got to pick up on all of this, which was very much sad for me. And not because of Claire's. No, because no person from our family and common family peeps said, yes, you should talk to him. No. They all said the same thing. You're going to have him get in a fight. She doesn't want you around him. She doesn't want him around you. You can't say anything. And none of them would speak to this person. And I didn't have backup. And I had only one thing, which is to respect the willing desire of these two people who chose consciously on a very specific day as we walked right next to each other to turn their face and give me the <laughs> so-called silent treatment, which I was like, what the fuck? And the immature, emotionally teenager said, what, you want to stay friends with them? Didn't they trust that you want to have her across the floor? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, know, I didn't say that. What does it mean? What the fuck? She, I think she fell in love. She might have hurt me. And he's like, this was not going to go. She fell in love. He's the one who actually put me in the middle. If there's anyone I'm going to point a finger at is at the human being who made a commitment in their mouth when they said, I want to be boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, and I think she didn't do anything wrong. No, no, he's the one. And it's not wrong. It's that he made again what is a coward's choice, which is his motto. And, you know, this is where I don't want to use that word because he's a beautiful person. But that's what shame and emotional maturity does. So when I met that, I, I can tell you that unless uh, you tell me all the truth of everything, I'm not going to consider you man or woman personally. That's my first love message is when a person doesn't know how to, with their trembling voice, because I've done plenty of trembling voice conversations, I've done plenty of, I don't know how this is going to go. Are they going to dump me? Are they, no, not the dump me, because I got out of the whole, don't call me boyfriend or I'm not girlfriend material, please. Please get rid of that word because it means, it means uh, a teenager to me. So when I see people acting like boyfriends and girlfriends, and they're all teenagers, but they're not. <laughs> okay, I'm going to disengage for a minute, a sip of tea for my throat. Mm. Okay, so when you mature emotionally, it's meaning you don't get cynical. You don't get negative. You don't be like, oh, yes, the gender stereotypes are true. No, you know that people who don't have guts, they are afraid. It's very straightforward. So if they go to good trauma therapy, they'll learn to speak up. And I look forward to meeting all of those lovely people. In the meantime, the people that are in my 5D mystic enlightenment land are all my educators and a handful of people out there. And no, they're not mystics though. Uh, the people that I know are spiritual bypassers and they're 4D because they continue to believe. No, they don't believe. They get pissed in their pants and they call people that they know names. And then they weaponize psych education and say, I, I give everything for free because I'm a goody person here. I'm the saint of this situation and I have superpowers. 
and they're the devil and I need to save them. And that's so egoic. It's not even funny how a grown up doesn't notice they're in their own ego, brushing it like a little, I don't even know how else to twist and turn it because there's no twisting and turning. It's you literally are not seeing things clearly. Furthermore, with all the good trauma information, you obviously have no idea what codependency means and toxic, might I add. And you want to talk to me about being a lighthouse uh, versus just humanly speaking, why are you perpetuating suffering? I see. You do know you need therapy, but you consistently don't go. Mm. And you consistently want the energy healer people and everything within the spirituality to heal you. And this is where that magic wand, and it ain't a magic wand. They don't want to actually, thank you, Patrick Tiahan, L-I-C-S-W, therapy, and I always say healing. As he points out, when he gets nasty comments, it's all the people who don't want to do the, he calls it emotional lifting because he knows what it means. I don't know what it means to be a sad and scared one-year-old, two-year-old or three-year-old, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and then an asshole, 14, 15, 16-year-old who's going to spite every adult in the room and be an, not a badass and then go about their business watching movies like Hangover, Mean Girls, and saying that all people are shitty. There you go, your human suffering, love, narrative, drama people. And we got plenty of them out there. And they're not love, not they're drama, and they're in a survival hypervigilant mode. So as Patrick Tiahan points out, emotional lifting is what they disengage from wanting to do. I don't uh, share with people who do not want to do emotional stuff. And what I can say is if it's that tough for you, there's good therapists. Okay, so with that being said, 5D mystic is the land of equanimity because we do know purusha prakriti, pure consciousness and our pure energy. It's called being a fucking grown-up in your side, inside, with meta-awareness. So as my teenage boyfriend made the choice he made, I didn't go and insult him. At most, the coward part is the word I used for some time. Today, I can say he's not a coward. He just has a shame cycle that he had. Excuse me. He found the person that gave him the sense of secure attachment type relationship that he wanted. That's the whole point. That's why he let her call all the shots. That's what he wanted. And I would consistently say, I don't do, you, you, I know, we would just not have that conversation. Because compersion means I'm happy for you, whatever you want. Do you know when they teach you about keep it simple and stupid? Don't make people think. Yes, so all the people who actually agree with that type of slogan, guess what you are? I'm not that, and nor are the people that I know who are going to aspire to their higher potential. They're going to not only say, I'm not stupid, how dare you insult my brain? <laughs> Fuck you, and you, and you, and you, and not, I know psychology, I can manipulate anything I want, and to continue being stupid. That's right, you have laser eyes like Superman or Superwoman or whatever. No, people, no. Oh, this is, again, egoic. It's very clear when ego's in the picture because it's going to make you look like you're prettier than the best. Thick competitions, I'm not one of them because obviously I don't got one, but I'm sure that you'll know of people who say, oh, that's what men do or boys. No, they're not men. They're not boys, and they're being taught something very negative, by the way. And what it is is low self-esteem, and yes, then they're going to grow up with no emotional, beautiful, you know, see, here's the part that they miss out on. They miss out on being Purusha Prakriti when instead you're here. Mm. Okay, so enough about all of that stuff because, yes, there's plenty of people who are going to keep being teenagers and that's for them. 
For us, that's not the case. It's for my lovely people who want to do emotional stuff. So I uh, sharing with compassion and direct communication. Personally, I've always said things from my mind. That's how it works. Whenever somebody comes at you with whatever it is, if you are emotionally and mentally mature, and that means you know when projection is happening, so you're upon a rumination game, you don't do the let me react some more. No, you're like, okay, I'm not sure what this is, but no, and there you go. And on that note, for our love, so we don't get distracted by anyone because we know of healthy self-worth and we know when our mind is inside a bit of a blinder because we don't know what's out there meaning we're, we're getting ready to embark on a new journey so of course we're like oh what's going to happen and so our brain our actual physical thinking the left mode is like really like what the fuck's going to happen physical feet are what get us to step forward and then our emotional feet so you being able to just say well of course i'm like ah, you know i don't know what's going to happen but i want to use my energy from my brain to think with my emotional maturity and basically what do I want to welcome? What do I want to bring to my relationships to my tomorrow? Okay, so it's basically how can I ensure that I can keep being myself in my relationships because that's when I feel at my best. So when you talk, for example, to mystics, I have a bunch of beautiful mystics in my life and I recently had the honor to have another conversation with a new person who was also mystic and they left so happy and i was so happy and so when you're happy what i'm saying is your energy body expands because you're in your soothe system and you basically have just had an in-depth intimate conversation with another person and their sense of self you and i we have seen each other you've seen life in my eyes i've seen life in your eyes and we're mesmerized but so we're mesmerized with meta awareness so none of us say oh you put me under a magic people who are 4D mystics think of their counterparts once they, they go through shit. They, their dark side, they're a demon. I knew it. I knew that I again attracted the evil Knievel inner demons. I'm an empath. I'm sensitive. I do have clairs and I'm the person who's going to always suffer because that's what happens to martyrs. Lo and behold, I suffer and I will forever be punished for being too good. No, I'm a good, good, believe in everything. I live in magic land and lo and behold, I'm such a sucker for this shit. Ah, and so there you go. You see adults do shit like this. I swear I move so far away from it. And I also know how to just say, um, I'm so so sorry and they don't like that which is why they don't really come running when they're in the moment they just come when they need a little bit of an energy boost once they've done the crying with somebody who's in there oh my god oh so there are people it's called the relationship and societal soul age group and they vibe like that they're interested in all this stuff because their nervous system still lives it with suffering. Uh, enlightenment, no, I'm so sorry. My soothe system stays engaged because I'm in a state of physiological compassion. So when you are a secure attachment person and you have differentiation of the self and you do know how to engage in it, this is where, very important, Daniel Siegel taught this to me too as I took the interpersonal or interpersonal neurobiology course and I, I got to ask him a question because with my clairs, I was having to consistently create space whenever any of those in my oversoul these are all people all of my twin flames 
all of my soulmates, all of them. Whenever something big, as I got to expand the sphere of relationship that me, my vessel, has with the lovely consciousness, you can have it too, but it does require a little bit of patience. And that's why I didn't have to go running anywhere when I began having panic attacks. But, you know, it's not provable, right? So we leave it alone and just know how to keep us in check and grounded. Check means I'm healthy. And I am. So on that note, as I share with Daniel Siegel in my live Q&A, I say, you know, this, this, and I explain to him a very specific scenario that took place. And here's why the people with twin flames, they call it obsessive thinking in saga. That's because they don't have their nervous system in the forefront. They don't know how to handle when they're upset and say, you know what? It's okay. I can go and hang out with my friends over there, or I can go and I don't know, read a book. I love books. I loved it. I can, you know what? I'm going to go. So we, the 5D mystic will have the experience of learning patience with all that you love and you exaggerate and then learning also patience meaning equanimity excuse me with all that which you don't like and so yes you do get the two ends of the spectrum but for 5d it's not torture chamber time and ready dark night of the soul my ego death oh my gosh i locked myself up guess what maria i got rid of all those energy vampires and i triumphed with my superpowers. I learned how to channel more. I learned how to do this more. My special planet and I and my so long story short, they continue. Pseudo liveness is what that is because what you don't understand, maybe, is that love will be experienced in one of two ways. I share with you the human love narrative, but I also allow you to understand there are those who have human suffering love narratives. And they're the ones who are going to keep navigating all of the in-betweens. And we will with the word, what's the word? There is no word, with silence. Hello, silence, my, my friend. Yeah, silence creates distance, not for 5D mystics. Silence for us is Shiva. We have the right silence, which is Shiva, which is it's no thingness. Oh, let me go back, compassion. So physiologically, what happens when you're in a physiological state of compassion is that your insula or isula lights up. This is in machines, it shows us. They're not monsters, they get to have laser eyes and so people can have proof for what's inside our bodies. And so the insula which connects your head and your body. So your masculine, the divine, the mind, and your divine feminine, the body. And then remember our masculine is the left mode and our feminine is the right mode. This is for my regular listeners so they can keep following. And if you have questions, again, ask them. I will do an, an FAQ. And some are paid, others are not. I need to get landing pages going for that one. But on a short note, so uh, insula lights up. The amygdala, because if your amygdala is not alerted, it means you have no interest whatsoever in whatever's going on in front of you. Instead, if a person falls and my amygdala is alerted, it's because I'm like, well, wait, I need to go help that person. My temporal junction will then light up and that will bring up everything that I've learned from the past, which is I, why I am determined. So I might for a minute be like, wait a minute, I'm a four foot nine woman. It's nighttime. It's a man. He's seven feet tall. No, I, Maria, will go and cautiously, probably, the only reason I wouldn't though, wait a minute, if my gut says, but I don't give a shit. And that means I don't go. Because if fear comes in my belly, it ain't about me judging you. No, I'm afraid 
I'm uncertain, I don't know, I'm all alone, I'm in a physical situation, it's not emotional, it's not mental, and I'm wise enough to understand I'm a four foot nine person, I'm far away, I don't know, you know what I'm going to do? I will respond by seeking help. And you know what, actually, hey, I'm going to call somebody with me, or if I have a friend nearby, hey, let's go help that person. I will get someone with me, and then I will approach. Or I can say, you know what, I'm going to call 911 in America. In other countries, I would probably be like, oh, shit, what's the fucking number? Oh, wait, I can Google it. Okay, so this is where observing, I'm not in physical danger. What can I do to respond? I do not judge because I'm a woman and a man. No, I know, of course, I'm going to do the logical thing. If my gut says no, then it's no. If my gut says yes, then I'm going. Some people say, oh, that's stupid. I don't give a shit. Again, and that's why we are determined because we will follow our gut. Now, as Gabor Mate points out to some people, your gut isn't actually accurate, but that's only if you have not healed your own one trauma and attachment wounds and all that stuff, and then become aware enough of yourself and a conscious, emotionally speaking person who knows it's no perfection anywhere. So in a situation like that, any person will do what they will do to the best of their ability. And when somebody says, you know, I got taught, for example, in there, in my middle school, how to yell out fire, because when women get raped or men and they call out for help or whatever, nobody comes. And it's actually something I don't believe it actually does much. Uh, In fact, I don't think it makes a difference, but I don't know if there's any updated studies on it. Because people are so either too much one way or too much the other. Uh, And again, though, nobody has a right to say what somebody should or shouldn't do because that's the whole point. You're not living the experience. So one, if they don't have a good gut, which anyone who has childhood trauma does not, and anybody who's uh, negating if I get angry, upset, or whatever, that my emotion is ruling me. So anyone who's blind to themselves. And I've met a lot of people that they are. So they have reasons for it. That's not love, but it's not uh, the absence of a person tending to themselves. Learning how to tend to yourself well means you eat well, you sleep well, you drink well, you do all well, and that's called equanimity. So for 5D mystics, we know when we're being presented with, here's exaggerating what you love, here's exaggerating what you don't love, and what this means is not that you are exaggerating it, but you're going to have experiences. And they're going to allow you the opportunity to consistently become the inner adult of you and to learn how to harness your embodied brain, your brain and nervous system. Okay, so with our oversoul, a 5D mystic knows we're all friends. 4D, they call them names. And when they're mystics, they say they put a spell on me. They are from the evil side. And even if it's true, because we do have people who dabble in this uh, sphere, there's a It's called, I believe, the, no, there's a word for it, but I don't remember the words. I had a seminar with yoga or or what was it? Shoot. Anyways, I had a seminar where this dude was talking to us about it. So there's these three different ways that you can get to enlightenment. And no, it's not the fire and water. And then, by the way, there's a lot of ways you get to enlightenment. I get to share with you the human race. So love messages, back to love in this focus. That I'm trying to share with you. Uh, so disengaging from fear of abandonment, disengaging from people who are envious and just working on you, allowing yourself to make choices based on what do I want to be surrounded by? Who? 
And what does that mean? It means that I get to be, so for me, I'm a mystic. If you don't actually allow me to know you respect me, I'm not going to be the mystic around you, which means you don't get to know Maria. You get to know Weathertop Maria. And that's not a bad thing, but why would I share with you the intimate heart of mine when I know that you actually feel that it's dumb and you, your amygdala doesn't give a shit about it. I don't want to use our time in ways that your amygdala is not interested because I actually respect your time. So the weather talk is not because I want to hide anything. No, you don't take seriously my stories. I know it because of your tone, because of how you're going to dress me. Whatever it is, it don't matter. Whether you're skeptical, I don't give a shit. That's the part, not mine, yours. I will know you don't have an interest or an appreciation or respect for this. And your tone will tell me and your mannerisms. And so... By the third time, I don't need to do anything else. You will have confirmed to me, Mystic Maria is not something you take seriously. And you actually, depending on what happens, I might even plead all chit chats forever. And you will not know because it's not a negotiable thing. It's called, I know how to love myself first. And I know that I respect that you love yourself first too. And even though you may not take ownership of what you're doing, because you're not going to actually notice any different because you don't give a shit about it, because you just don't. It's okay. That's called, I accept you as you are, lovingly. I don't make you work for love, meaning I'm not going to point it out and try to correct it, because why would I? You get to express who you are, how you are. Now, if you come and make demands of me that I may, or no, that I need to fill a role, nah. If I don't want to, I won't. If I'm okay with it, nah. That's why it's weather talk, Maria. Because you're making me feel a role that you just, in fact, will slap paint all over me. And you've distorted my image to the extent that I will know, though, exactly who I am to you because we become friends. And there you go. And the only people who will notice are people who are actually wanting to be their self with you. That's the only people because they have life in their heart and know. It's because they're actually not going to talk to me like that. Because they want to get to know me for real, not pretend. So whenever somebody wants to get to know you for real, you'll know. When they don't, they have preferences, assumptions, gender stare, to call it what you will. It's, it's actually something very common. I, I've met it a lot of times. Okay, so we don't go being like, oh, they're a demon now. Oh, they do the No, <laughs> none of that. No, no, no. So, okay. When you're not confused by the Seven of Cups, it's because you actually know that everybody's ruled by their emotional plane. And if they did not have a cozy home where they were welcomed, well, we already know what we got. We got their past playing out in relationships. And that's not going to lead to our expression, but it will lead to a secure connection. Because you always can have a good day with anyone who is able to just be whatever version of their self they've decided to stay in. And... It's usually the teenager with the child self there and da da da. So adaptive child is the word. Okay, we get to talk about though the people who instead they have direct communication, they want to grow intimate with you and you will get those signs so you will know. And again, your gut is based on you knowing the things that are good for you are people that they are, you know, like when this lovely lady left the room and we're both, wow, this is amazing because we resonated and that's it there's not oh my other friends or my other family members or my other whoever's are not this no we have a secure connection when you have healthy self-worth and the love is there because you be you i be me 
grown-ups know how to live in company and harmony because that's 5D. So it's not, oh, I'm so better than they are. Look at how much I put up with all these people. They're always telling me shit and nobody ever... No, we don't, we don't do that. Again, that's teenager land. And yes, I laugh because seriously. So the people who have good trauma therapists are going to get out of that one uh, and they're not going to put up with anyone who talks down or up to them, but they will do it with an adult tone. No, they will do it with the right silence because they will have a good therapist, not a therapist who says put up with it. They'll say, okay, so when you feel this way, move away from them. You can try, have, do you want to have a conversation? Okay, then let's try working on that. We're going to help you have a conversation with them. So it all depends what the person wants to do with that relationship. But their good therapist or a good coach will inform them, here are the options and here's what we can do and here's why and da-da-da-da. Okay, and uh, they won't tell them what to do in specifics. They will explain, expand, because see if anybody's telling you what to do, they're lecturing you which means that they're your parents, which means they think that they know you better than you do, which isn't going to go very well unless you want that type of parent. Like the teenage boyfriend, he wanted that type of secure attachment partner. And so we have monoamory people, and they, in fact, don't move beyond the concept of the one. They stay with the one, and then they talk about it like balls and chains and that cheating. So, okay, that's where some people are at. Let's move into our human love narratives instead of that one. So when, on the other hand, what we have are people who like to chit-chat and have a good time and they're just doing what they're doing. It's uh, harmony and a melody. And like this lovely lady who left the room full of energy, and so did I, that's exactly what happens when love is in the when love is in the air. It's always a beautiful day, and that is possible with people. So when you recalibrate with those who are not uh, the same type of thoughts and feelings and all that, it's not a oh because you learn again. We're all different, so you don't uh, label them the minute you're like eh. You say well we're different. It's cool, and you chit chat about it. And when you find other grown ups, they're like yeah yeah we are different, and you get to chit chat about those differences. And you get to allow welcoming words to be, I'm sharing with you, you don't have to share with me. So the love language, which is different, is something also that we know how to do. And that's why secure attachment people don't go saying to somebody who doesn't have secure attachment or any type of charges and you know their, their sense of self that comes up, the different age groups and whatnot, we don't go and say, you have to change something. That's like me trying again to parent you. And that's not a friend and that's not a lover and that's not, a, that's not you being a grown-up emotionally or mentally. You're being a projector of you need to meet the demands that I want and be what I want. Okay, so when I've seen women, I will talk about my women, heterosexual friends who tell their men because they believe in all the gender stereotypes, so... They train their men, their men train them. It's a very interesting thing. And we are, though, creatures of habit, which is why, like I shared in our previous channel guidance for 5D mystics, we will know when we need to address a role that we have perhaps allowed to ourselves to be a part of. And it's not something hard for us to do, unless it's actually I have to 
completely cease and desist communication. And that one is actually never something, we don't do it in the way that teenagers do it. We have the, I've had to only do this once in my life. And I didn't do it and you can never ever contact me. No, I said, if you keep on doing what you're doing, I'm going to the, I'm going to stop replying to you. I just said that they can keep talking. I'm not going to be writing back. That's all. And that was something serious. So you don't have anywhere near you when you have love. The idea, let me shame, blame, fault, or let me say you are being a person who's vindictive and spiteful, red bull, whatever. We don't do that. That's not the stuff of a mature, emotionally speaking person. And so when you do know human love narratives, your relationships, they're always open and life is always available to anyone. That's because everyone can be their self as long as there's no physical threat. I don't need to keep a distance from you because healthy self-worth means this. I'm not inferior or superior to you. And if you call me a name, I'm okay with that. I just learned what you think I am and you told me the mask that I have and it's okay because it's the mask that you wear and it's the mask that of course your reality you live it all day long so it's good that I know what your reality is and if I can be a part of it I will and if I can't I won't and no nobody drains our energy by the way that's because healthy self we're not doing any person any favors we're not more special again I'm not doing any person a favor when I'm their friend and they're not doing me a favor we don't work for love (laughs) Again, it's called healthy self-worth and it's called secure connections. So people who unconsciously love each other, you're a shit. No, you're a shit. And that's a sad guru quote somewhere. So grown-ups know how to do that. We always love and we always have a good time and we get to chit-chat with direct communication about all of it. Obviously about suffering, but we don't do it with the drama. No, we just say some things happen because we don't feel it dramatic. And the positives, and here's equanimity. So we don't exaggerate one or the other, but we will express with our full heart, because that's what grown-ups do. Like, do you know what happened to me? <laughs> Let me tell you what happened to me. And you know when you got a grown-up, when they, in fact, don't judge your loved ones, but they say, wow, that was fascinating, Maria. <laughs> I want to hear more about that person and that person and, and, and all of that. So they actually know that we're all lovers at the end of the day. And I hope that you can bring love into your day. I wish you a wonderful one.